Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Alan Weed Fight Show, episode number one. I hope you guys enjoy this, and thank you guys for listening. Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is the Dana White's Contender Series card this week. There was some very, very impressive performances this week. Four fights, four contracts earned, four stoppages. Let's talk about the first guy. So, first guy that impressed me was Carlos Olberg from City Kickboxing. The same camp, Alexander Volkanovsky, the featherweight champ, and Israel Adesanya, who we'll talk about again later in this show, the middleweight champ currently. Both come from that camp. So, Carlos Olberg, the light heavyweight, already coming from a super impressive camp. Both men, Volko and Adesanya, speak highly of this kid. This kid looked good last night. He really did. He went up against an opponent who was 8-1 and one coming in, had double the amount of professional fights as he did, and he just pieced him apart. Halfway through the first round, he knocked him out. He left the night 5-0. and oh. I think this kid has all the pieces to become a superstar in this sport. I really do. Gonna take four pieces specifically. Piece number one, his camp. Like I already said, he has some impressive pieces in this camp. He has Israel Adesanya, who's right around his same size. Arguably the best striker MMA has ever seen. He has Alexander Volkanovsky, who's a bit smaller than him. He's a featherweight, but uh, he's a big featherweight. Everyone already speaks very highly of Carlos Olberg, so I'm excited to see what he does with his camp. Piece number two, his coach, Eugene Behrman. Arguably coach of the year. He is right up there with Trevor Whitman for me. Those two are the ones that I think are up for the running for Coach of the Year. Just a genius of the sport. Something they really preach down there is working those feints. You'll see it in all the all the city kickboxing uh, fighters' fights. Like Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway won. You saw him feigning. You saw him feigning that leg kick and just piecing, piecing apart that front leg, leg of Max. And we saw in the, the exact same thing in the Paulo Costa fight versus Israel Adesanya. He just kept feigning. And as soon as Paulo's leg came back down, he whipped him with that uh, leg kick. Piece number three, his face. Pretty guy. And they couldn't stop talking about it on the card. Apparently he was a contestant, New Zealand's version of The Bachelor. He was a model. He walked runways in Australia for a while. That'll help immensely with the marketing piece. I think that really will. Number four is natural athletic ability. Came into this fight saying he was only partially focused on MMA. His main focus was probably on kickboxing. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. He just wasn't completely focused coming into this fight. And he put up that kind of performance against no chump. Bruno Alvaro was an impressive fighter. You have to be to be 8-2 and two now in the sport. You have to be pretty good to have that kind of record. He might be real scary once he's fully focused on MMA. Hopefully we don't Canelo him and throw him up against big dogs real quick. Something Israel Adesanya preaches, Carlos Holberg's friend and teammate, is give him his time. Let him work. Let him work. He'll get there eventually. Just give him his time. Let him work. And I think I think we should apply the same thing too. Absolutely. And I think Dana White will do that. Dana White's a very, very smart man. He's built this company up to what it to the monster it is now. Monster in every good way possible. Dana White's an, a genius. 
the second fighter that impressed me on the Dana White on Dana White's Contender Series, Ignacio Bahamundes. Obviously, this kid surprised everyone. This twenty-three-year-old Chilean kid, whoo, shades of classic Anderson Silva. He slept at Sin Gomez with a front kick to the face. This was insane. This kid's a welterweight too, which just adds more depth to that division. That division was already good, and they're getting even better. They're getting really deep. They have some really good young guns in there. The first one that comes to mind is obviously Chmaev, a fighter that's been on everybody's mind lately. Chmaev is impressive. A 17-second knockout. You have to be. You have to be good to get that kind of that kind of knockout in 17 seconds. And somebody who I think should be people should be talking about more. And actually, uh, Luke Thomas talked about on Rogan is Shavkat Rachmanov. This kid from Kazakhstan is crazy. I think he's the future of the welterweight division. Give him some time, and he's going to be right up there with the best of them. He absolutely dominated his last fight, getting a guillotine submission, I'm pretty sure, on the Khabib Gaethje card. He's currently 13-0, and and that welterweight division, man, keeps getting better. And they added an impressive piece in Ignacio Bahamundes with that arguably, arguably, Knockout of the year. I'm not sure if you can get knockout of the year on the contender series. I'm not sure how that works, but I think it should be up there. I think it should be in the race. Absolutely. Now, I talked about Chemayev. Chemayev is fighting Leon Edwards December 19th. I'm kind of hesitant to talk about Chemayev because, of course, he's impressive. Of course he is. You're that good you're that good of friends with Dana White the fans love him this guy this guy's gonna be big but Leon Edwards in my opinion one of the most underrated people in the sport I don't think people talk about him enough he's he's in his prime right now he's 29 is an 18 and 3 record he's supposed to fight Tyron Woodley and I think he would have won that fight if the same Tyron Woodley that showed up against Colby Covington September or whenever they fought, if that guy showed up against Leon Edwards when they were supposed to fight this spring, Leon Edwards would have walked over him. He's he's good, man. He really is. And I think it's a step up Chemayev wants. I think it's a step up the fans want for Chemayev. It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a real test for Chemayev, though. I'm excited for it. Something that was announced this weekend was Israel Adesanya will move up in weight and fight Jan Blachowicz for that light heavyweight belt. This won't happen until March, which I think is fine. Israel Adesanya already fought twice this year, which is kind of the standard, I'm pretty sure, for UFC fighters, and especially a star as big as Adesanya. Two fights in a year. I think they could both probably go at it in December, but Jan, Jan Blachowicz is having a kid, and good for him, man. He wants some time off for that, which absolutely, absolutely take time off if you're having a kid. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Stylebender, uh, Adesanya, if you didn't know, it's his name, the last Stylebender. He's really confident that there's going to be a uh, contract by the end of his stay in Vegas. He was here cornering his guy, Carlos Olberg. But we all know why this fight's getting made. And let's say it together. 
Jones versus Adesanya. John Bones Jones versus Israel Adesanya. The biggest fight in the sport right now. Could possibly happen after the Jan Blachowicz fight. After Stipe and Nganu, see what the result of that is. And then see who John fights next up there. Because he moved up to heavyweight, he dropped that light heavyweight belt, hence why Blachowicz has it. I'm not a big better. I've never bet on a fight. But Vegas odds already has Israel Adesanya at a minus 300 favorite. This early? I get that you need to make the lines, you need to set them. But this early, you already have him at a minus 300 favorite. All I'm saying is we can't, we cannot count Blachowicz out. Blachowicz is a tough motherfucker, dude. This guy is tough. Going to that Dominic Reyes fight, he was a 12-1 to 1 underdog. And we saw what happened. He absolutely walked through Dominic Reyes. This guy is good, man. I still have Adesanya winning it. Not saying Blachowicz doesn't have a chance because it's a fight. You never know. You never know the fighter that's going to show up the day of the fight. I have Adesanya winning it. Could be the most challenging fight of his career so far. Izzy said he was not going to bulk up for this fight, which I think is fine for Izzy. He says he at or around 205. He already has a height advantage. Izzy's 6'4", Blachowicz is 6'2", and a reach advantage, 80 inches to 78 inches. He has both those over Blachowicz. I don't think he'll need the muscle advantage. Something that Chael Sonnen talked about, Uncle Chael talked about, was he already knows this body. He doesn't need to readjust. He doesn't need to find out how that body works with, like, more muscle. Now, this card coming up this weekend. Headlined by Glover Teixeira versus Thiago Santos. Santos is a current favorite at a minus 220. And Teixeira, fucking tell me how to say that name, please, is that a, uh, is that a plus 190 underdog. I think Santos has it. I don't have much else to say about that fight. If he finishes him, it's going to be on the feet. Santos is looking impressive right now, coming off a couple good performances. But the fight I'm more excited for on this card is the co-main event, Tanner Bozer versus Andre Arlovsky, the big boys, the heavyweights. Tanner Bozer, the Canadian, he's having a perfect 2020 right now. Two of them, he is 2-0, both of them being knockouts before the third round. I think he takes this in the same way. Knockout in the first or second round. And I think he's going to have a number next to his name by the end of next week. He's exciting fighter to watch. And I think I think he takes this one. I'm excited to watch that fight. I'm excited to watch this fight more than the Glover Teixeira versus Thiago Santos fight. Especially now that we know Adesanya is fighting Gian Blachowicz for that light heavyweight title. This fight was supposed to be a title eliminator, essentially. Who is going to fight Jan next for that belt. But what are they going to do? That's something else we need to see what Dana does with that light heavyweight division. It's exciting, man. Things are moving. Things are usually better when things are moving. But yeah, that's that's about all I have to talk about today. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see where this thing goes. I know I've enjoyed recording it. I want to get some guests on in the future. So if you have any ideas for guests, let me know. I really like MMA. And fighting in general. And I think this is a good a good outlet for it. Let me know what you guys want to see in the future. And what guests you might want to see on. I have a couple ideas. But let me know what you think. And leave any critiques you have. Uh, any constructive criticism you have below. 
or DM me. Just let me know what you thought of it. Follow me on my socials, Instagram at a period weed one, Snapchat at a period weed with three E's, and Twitter at Alan Weed Ten. Again, Instagram at a weed one, Snapchat a period weed with three E's, Twitter Alan Weed with a capital A and a capital W Ten. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will see you next time.